When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. The slaughter of the week, the Chiefs against the Chicago Bears. Chiefs minus 12 in this game. The over-under 48. I think everybody's thinking the Chiefs are pretty much going to do most of the heavy lifting when it comes to that over-under. By the way, Patrick Mahomes cashing him over 283.5 passing yards this week. I can't believe it's that low. Love it. Uh, Justin Fields. As bad as he's been, I still think he's going to get over 171 and a half passing yards this week as well. Uh, he's done that the last two weeks, despite everything being crappy. Uh, Pacheco, we got to watch out. He's got a hamstring injury, and he did not practice today, so something we're going to have to watch and get updated on. Now, let's get to the Chicago of it all, because we had an interesting report. Uh, I think we're up to Adam here. We have an interesting report coming out of Dan Graziano about Roshan Johnson emerging as the top back sooner rather than later. Whether that means this week, whether it means the week after, I don't know. Right now, I got Khalil Herbert at RB34. We're showing Johnson at RB37, pretty much mustering in that flex range. So two questions. One, do you think either one of these guys are going to be in your starting lineup this week if you had them? And two, do you think Roshan's taking this job over sooner rather than later? I do think, or I do not think, rather, sorry, that any of them should be in your starting lineup now. The Roshan thing is tricky. I think he takes probably the majority of the snaps. I, I still ultimately think that he's going to be the better receiver, better pass blocker. Khalil Herbert's a, a better runner. Uh, I, I just don't know how much that's going to end up ultimately mattering. This offensive line is putrid. This play caller is even worse. It's going to be hard for these guys to provide value. I almost think that Rashawn Johnson is going to have a chance to, down the stretch, have more fantasy value than Nicole Herbert just by virtue of they're going to be in, in scripts behind a lot. So that receiving back value is going to be a little higher. Although even then, I don't know if I can trust this passing game. Um, so I, if there's anyone that I have any confidence in at this point, Unless Justin hurt or sorry, Justin Fields rather can you know turn the clock back to the back half of last season and start playing a little bit better, uh, then maybe Cole Herbert has a shot. But otherwise, Rashawn Johnson's the only one with even an outside chance in hell of doing anything this season. 
Yeah, I, I tend to agree. basically keep stashing Roshan. I'm not playing either one of these guys if I have better options to pivot to, uh, but that's kind of what we're looking at here. Chase, I'm be really curious to see this part because I'm ahead of ACR by a decent margin here with DJ Moore. I got him at wide receiver 21. ECR's got him at 27. His player props, by the way, 40 and a half receiving yards. Go ahead and hit the over on that against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know it was bad week one, but it got course corrected in week two. There's going to be a lot of garbage time, I believe, in this game. So go ahead and hit the over on that one. I can't even believe it. Uh, but where, where do you got him at right now? Are you below, higher? What do you got? I, I have him below, to be honest with you. I've got him at wide receiver 33, but I'm going to say Uh-oh. this the same. The same the, Hold on, listen. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. Big enough gap I had to hit. I, I am, yeah. I'm, I, but I'm going to hedge that bet or add the caveat that. Oh, he's back walking already. No, 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 no. The <laughs> same, the same note that I have for Cole Komet because I have Cole Komet at twenty and you have him at thirteen. I am probably allowing my anti-fields bias right now to uh, to affect how I'm ranking all of his receivers. I just, I'm not happy enough with Justin Fields the complete and total and utter lack of any kind of progression as a passer over the pat over his entire NFL career, including this season. Uh, I I'm so far away from thinking that he is, is showing enough progress as a passer that I'm allowing it to color how I'm looking at. And I'll, I'll admit that I'm allowing it to color how I look at DJ Moore, how I look at Cole Komet, how I look at, at Mooney. Uh, I just, I'm probably too low on DJ Moore. His talent is still there. He's still DJ Moore, but I'm just not as as happy with the the play calling as Justin Fields said in his. Speaking of interesting, you know, tidbits coming out of Chicago today, coaching. Uh, I'm just I'm just I'm not thrilled with their passing attack whatsoever. So I'm probably a little low on DJ Moore, but I'll believe you know I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, yeah, you and everybody else is getting colored by that, Chase, and that's the problem. By the way, my parlay of the week, over on Cole Komet, over on DJ Moore, and over on Justin Fields. Despite of this whole thing being disgusting on the field, and it 100% has been disgusting on the field, there's no doubt about that, the numbers still are getting there. The production is still showing up there because there's garbage time. That's the beauty of all this, and there's going to be garbage time against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I'm with you. Why Chicago's coaching staff didn't learn a lick from last year, why they're reverting back to what they tried to run with Justin Fields in the beginning year then, and it didn't work then. Nothing got done until they allowed designed runs for Justin Fields to be very much part of that offense. Why they won't go back to that, why they haven't jumped off the year with that, I have no idea. I don't have the answer. And, and as a passer, he has been a 60% passer or less since, since he came into the league. It's just been boom, boom, boom. There's no progression. Daniel Jones, my guy, Danny Dimes, his first three years in the league, he saw boom, 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 incremental progression. His first four years in the league. Josh Allen came into the league. The only question about Josh Allen was not his arm strength, was not his physical ability, his running ability, his leadership. It was his passing accuracy. What did he do? He showed gigantic leaps between year one and year two and between year two and year three. He showed that progression until now. That's not even a remote question in anybody's mind about Josh Allen's accuracy. Justin Fields has shown none of that. And I don't necessarily blame Justin Fields for it so much as, like he said today, coaching. 
No, 100% agree, but he's still gone over 200 yards the past two weeks. Cole Komet's been a tight end 11 through the first two weeks, averaging 6.5 targets per game. So that's why he's my tight end 13 heading into this week. And everyone's just sleeping a little too much on the Bears players and where you should be playing them at. Uh, Chris, Adam, is there a wide receiver on the Chiefs that you like this week? Uh, I don't know if I want to get... Darius Tony might be out, by the way, if that helps at all. <laughs> Shocker, I know. Talk about a guy trying to make happen, Dan. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke, man. That's if, if you were if you were extremely desperate, then I guess I would call out Rice just because he looks good. Uh, but the Reed historically not trusted the rookie receiver, hasn't trusted him a super high amount so far. But the the unit just looks bad. <laughs> the receiving core looks bad at some point you just have to put in your talented player even if he doesn't know your full system yet in my opinion but Andy Reid's one of those guys that I'm just not going to argue with too much I don't trust any of them this week unless I'm incredibly incredibly desperate QF stops as Justin Ross and then cracks up as he does it yeah because that's the entire that pretty much sums up all the wide receivers that you're trying to choose from in the Kansas City Chiefs right now Chris you got one or no no, I agree with Adam. I think, you know, everybody's trying to make things happen for the Chiefs. It's supposed to be Tony, it's supposed to be Justin Ross. Is it going to be this guy? It's going to be that guy. I think this is a week that you play a lot of receivers in DFS for the Chiefs because yes. it's going to be somebody who pops off, but it's not a game that you want in the receiving core that you want to touch for redraft leagues. Yes. I, and this is, this is, if there's ever a time when I'm ever going to even mention Marcus Valdez Scantling in a positive manner whatsoever, <laughs> it's this week as a cheap DFS play because the bears give up such a high yards per, per pass attempt. And that's all literally all the man does, but yeah, I want you guys to make five DFS lineups and I want you to have one with Watson, one with sky Moore, one with Marcus. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Shot. Shotgun it. <laughs> all right, let's go to our next 